Hey, what's going on, guys? Captain Carlos here with Marea Fishing. Sorry it's been a little while since we've been on the podcast. Just been busy with uh, projects, family, all that good stuff. But I wanted to hop back on here and talk about one of my favorite tactics to, to utilize pretty much year-round, and that's kite fishing. Kind of a one-on-one, what you need, the basics to get into this style of fishing. If you guys want to learn how to do it, this is the podcast. So without further ado, we'll dive into it. So I've been kite fishing for 20, 25 years. Got into it from some buddies of mine sharing with me, saying, hey, Carlos, um, if you're not doing this, man, you're missing the boat. Uh, I got into it when I started chartering uh, back in the day, fishing out of Hallover, um, in the Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, and never looked back. I mean, uh, it definitely helped me put more fish on the boat, you know, on deck and also saved me a lot of money in fuel you know i was trolling a lot back then and you can pretty much catch all the variety of species by deploying this tactic so um, the first thing you're going to need if you want to get into this kind this style of fishing is going to be a kite okay and we're not just talking about your typical kite that you're going to go to the park with your kids and go fly a kite okay no we're, we're talking about a specialized fishing kite. Um, the number one guy in the game for this down here is SFE, Sport Fishing Enterprises. They're based out of Miami. Uh, they've been around a long time. They make different wind kites for different conditions. Um, however, the one that's probably gonna cover all your bases is their all wind kite, which is a five to 25 mile an hour wind kite. Uh, usually uh, they sell them in a, a red or green color. And these kites um, are made out of sailcloth for the most part. High quality material, same material, you know, sailboats, you know, use. And they rig them with carbon fiber spars on the back with this little hub that it connects to all four points, which braces the kite so it can fly. On the front of the kite, they rig it with Dacron and a little bridling system that allows you to really fine tune the angle of the kite depending on the wind conditions. So these are all little nuances that you guys really gotta kinda dial in when you're out there on the water because every day is different. Uh, if you guys uh, have been to Florida and as the locals say, just wait five minutes, the weather will change, you know? So just like the conditions out there, you know, when, when you're drifting, the weather will change. Okay, uh, on the front of this bridle, there's also gonna be a little barrel swivel. That's what you're gonna attach your kite rod and your kite setup to, which is number two on the equation, okay? Need a kite rod setup. So that consists of, it's typically a short rod, um, usually made out of fiberglass, pretty heavy duty. It's got a uh, very heavy duty um, guide or tip top you know, built for the strain and the load that you're constantly going to be deploying with, uh, you know, letting this kite and retrieving it. And then it's a conventional setup that you're going to have a 113, 114 inch size reel. Uh, I like those pen senators, you know, they've been around a while and that's fine for, for the manual version. If you guys are kind of on a budget and you want to just get into it, that's all you need. Okay, and you're going to load the reel with 50 to 65 pound braided line, um, one or two kite clips. That's all you need. <coughs> when it comes to kite clips, there's two guys pretty much in the game down here. 
the OG, which is Black's Marine Products. They've been around forever. Uh, I love their stuff. It's very reliable. It's pretty much like composite with stainless, you know, uh, rigging on their clips. And then the other one who's been around a couple years now um, is R&R Tackle, Ray Rocher down out of Miami. He's got some more inline, um, very low profile clips, which are kind of nice when you have lighter wind conditions. So leading up towards the summertime, I could see where those might um, be more useful if you're, if you're trying to fly the kites and, and lighter baits. But those those are the those are the kite clips um, manufacturers, the main ones, and both of them have tensioners on them. So you need to pay attention to the tensioners. Okay, this is where it's gonna one of the things that's gonna make or break you when you're out there trying to figure this out. Righty tighty, lefty loosey on the tensioners. Heavier baits, more tension. Lighter baits, less tension. Kind of common sense, right? Um, pay attention to those tensioners. Keep them cleaned and lubricated okay because the salt corrosion buildup if you don't keep your kite kit clips clean and lubricated th that could also be a problem okay so when you're done rinse them down with a nice little light mist and then maybe lubricate them with some bow shield or corrosion block and you're good to go um, but one kite clip that's that's all you need to, to start okay you don't want to get frustrated so master one and then build out to maybe three or four on one line and once you have that synergy you got it going on okay now the third part of the equation is the actual kite rod or kite by bait rod okay this is the rod that you're going to use to actually feed your bait out with okay your live bait and it could be Anything from a goggle eye, a mullet, a Spanish sardine, a pilcher, a speedo, a blue runner, you know, a variety of different baits, sizes, shapes, okay? more It's more about the weight, right, with these baits. So if you're using a, a bigger bait like a goggle eye or a speedo or a runner, uh, you're probably not going to have to add a weight to your, your kite line setup, your, your leader setup, right? Because the weight of the bait. Be, should be enough depending on the conditions but again the conditions are going to dictate what you're going to need out there so um just be prepared okay one thing um that you do want to look at is good quality components on your live bait rod so i would suggest something like fuji silicone carbide guides um you know good quality reel seat could be graphite but aluminum works well too and then obviously a slick butt or a uh, <coughs> a locking gimbal so the rod stays fixed and the rod holder doesn't spin around and you can you know fish a little more calmly and effectively um, and then the real part um, matched up to this the seven foot 20 to 30 pound um, you know action rod you're gonna want something that holds 25 pound 30 pound mono okay but it holds 300 350 yards of it good line capacity because remember you're already deploying a pretty good amount of line as you're feeding the bait out to this kite clip as the kite's going out so you're already losing that line plus when the fish hits god forbid the size of the fish if it's a you know 70 80 pound sailfish he could take a 150 yard run that's half your spool gone 
already almost on the reel, okay? So you definitely need the line capacity, all right? Um, not only line capacity, but drag system is crucial. You want something with a buttery smooth drag and sealed bearings wouldn't be a bad idea considering you're fishing in salt water. So um, you guys have, that, that have listened to the po- podcast before, uh, you, you know you've heard me mention the, the Daiwa Saltiga series, the Saltiga 50s. Can't go wrong with those reels. They're, they're workhorses, bulletproof. Um, Shimano Talicas are, are pretty nice. They've been around a little while now. Um, Penn makes some, some nice stuff too, the Torx. Uh, but regardless who you choose, just make sure it has the line capacity, has the drag system and the gearing. Um, something, anything lower than a five to one gear ratio, you are gonna struggle. So a little bit faster gear ratio is what you want with this to recover that line quickly um, when you're you know, trying to gain that slack from the kite clip. God forbid your, your bait moves around, which they typically do, right? So that's pretty much the, the game, you know, the, the three components uh, that you're going to need. Um, last but not least, so one thing that I could share with you guys as far as building out your little kite kit, a kite box, wouldn't be a bad idea. So get yourself a, one of those little flambo or Plano boxes or, or that new company, Busby. They make some pretty cool um, car- compartment boxes um, that you could fit uh, some small snap swivels, 50 to 75 pound snap swivels, good quality ones, some small, couple different size barrel swivels, okay, for your kite clips, some uh, beads for your kite leaders, okay, some hooks, obviously. Okay. Your kite markers or your floats. That's that you're going to utilize those to run right up the, you know, on top of the leader, so you can kind of see where your baits are in relation to one another. You know how far apart they are. That'll help. And then maybe some little egg sinkers too, in a couple different sizes, anywhere from half ounce down to quarter ounce, depending on the conditions. So if you get yourself a little kite box and build yourself a little kite box out of that, this will get you ready, you know, for what you're gonna encounter out there typically uh, on any given day. So I hope you guys learned something here. This is the basic intro to kite fishing. And if you did, make sure that you like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, check out our TikTok, YouTube channel. You know, we're all over. Uh, God bless. And thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.